Jesus, the light of the world. Glory to the newborn King, Jesus, the light of the world. Let me just say it again. Oh, hark the herald angels say, Jesus, the light of the world. Oh, glory, glory to the newborn King. Jesus shown up the light of the world we walk in the light beautiful light come where the dew drops of mercy shine brighter shine all around us by day and by night Jesus the light of the world Shine all around us by day and by night. Oh, Lord, Jesus, the light of the world. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. Jesus. The light of the world. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a beautiful light. A beautiful light. Jesus, the light of the world. Lord, we thank you for this day and for another preach opportunity. I pray that you would take these words that I have written, bless them, anoint them, so that the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart would be acceptable in your sight, O oh Lord, my strength and my redeemer. Amen. Amen and amen. I know we don't say this no more, but Merry Christmas. I know folks don't say that no more. We don't, we don't like saying it. They say happy holidays. I say happy holy days. I don't know. It's a whole bunch of stuff we don't like no more that we used to like. You know, because we know more than what we used to know. So we've become critical and cynical and and we're going to try to figure it out together, I guess. That's what we're doing. That's why we come up in here on Sundays to try to figure it out a little bit more than what we currently understand. All right, here we go. So I want to begin, I want to, before I read the scripture for this sermon, I want to say thank you to uh, beloved members from abroad, uh, Gerard Boyd, Lakeisha Presley, Joseph Wheeler, who actually came here this morning, 
Joyce Hall, Ray Allen, Jeff Griffin, and and last but certainly not least, Dr. Bambi Hayes Brown and Georgia Act uh, for very very generous donations to our um, Zawadi for Kids, um, which is our sharing gift sharing ministry that will go forward on December the 21st here at the church. Um, those people have responded to our call to help us help, and I know that others have traditionally done so in the past, and I want to make sure that everybody had the opportunity uh, to share, stop by the church um, here at 1113 Smith Street or at 1117 Oh, did I say 1113 Ira Street or 1117 Smith Street, uh, which is one block. This is the same campus uh, of the Below Community Church and the Below Community Development Corporation. And you can bring a bicycle or any type of gift that you want. Uh, Nikisha brought a whole bunch of black Barbies, right? And uh, that's a beautiful thing. So we thank everybody who has shared, and we want to make sure that everyone who wants to take advantage of this opportunity to share uh, during this season would do so. Just stop by any, uh, we got what, two more days? Two, uh, you got Monday, Tuesday. Uh, you can come today if you want to. Somebody will be here to about three. But uh, on Monday and Tuesday from 10 to 3, somebody will be here at the church. Uh, and also, it was a couple of folks that called in that said that they wanted to drop by donations and we want you to be able to do that. So somebody will be here uh, from 10 to 3 on uh, Monday and Tuesday. And, of course, uh, we will we'll share on Wednesday. And if you come that day, we'll accept it as well, your, your gifts as well. And thank you. And, again, Merry Christmas. <laughs> okay. Happy Holy Days. Isaiah chapter 11. Isaiah chapter 11, beginning at verse number 1. Listen for a word from the Lord. Isaiah chapter 11, verse number 1. Glad to... Uh, I was hoping y'all brother would be here. He ain't here, but my big, my baby, big baby daughter is here with us today. Attorney... Maya Grace Slaughter, who is my, my firstborn in the house today. Yeah, praise God for that. Oh. Beginning at verse 1, it reads, A shoot shall come out from the stump Jesse, and a root shall grow out of his roots. Did I say a root shall grow out of his roots? Well, the Bible say a branch shall grow out of his roots. The spirit of the Lord shall rest on him, the spirit of wisdom and understanding, the spirit of counsel and might, the spirit of knowledge and the fear of the Lord. His delight shall be in the fear of the Lord. He shall not judge by what his eyes see or decide by what his ears hear, but with righteousness he shall judge the poor and decide with equity for the meek of the earth. He shall strike the earth with the rod of his mouth and with the breath of his lips he shall kill the wicked. Righteousness shall be the belt around his waist and faithfulness the belt around his loins. The wolf shall live with the lamb. The leopard shall lie down with the kid. The calf and the lion and the fatling together and a little child shall lead them. The cow and the bear shall graze. Their young shall lie down together. And the lion shall eat straw like the ox. The nursing child shall play over the hole of the asp. And the weaned child shall put its hand on the adder's den. They will not hurt or destroy on all my holy mountain. 
For the earth will be full of the knowledge of the Lord as the waters cover the sea. The word of the Lord. Amen. I want to talk to us this morning from what I have decided to call Christmas is the season of the heart. Christmas is the season of the heart. Say that with me. Christmas is the season of the heart. Now everybody together say it with me. Christmas is the season of the heart. Okay, that's what the preacher talking about today. And y'all are a little bit raggedy this morning. I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say that. You're a little raggedy. On this, yeah. What's up, T? Good to see you, baby boy. Y'all a little raggedy today. That's okay. I love us. <laughs> I love us just like we are. And, and this is not a head statement. This is a heart statement. Yeah. It's a heart declaration. I love the beloved community. I love the beloved community that we are co-creating together. Through the struggles, through the difficulties, it only makes my heart grow larger and more fond of the beloved community. Every struggle that we push through causes me to fall more deeply in love with the idea of the beloved community, the circle of responsibility. Even though we might be struggling and pushing alone in a somewhat crippled state, the love that I have for the idea that has become an institution cannot be thwarted. I say these words from a place, however, of fear and trembling. Because to feel a love so deeply creates space for hurtful rejection and great disappointment. Ah, uh, I recognize that we are engaged in a delicate spiritual, emotional dance of power and love, authority and grace, leadership and vulnerability. I'm learning that I can't minister to you effectively if I am afraid that you will hurt me. Take advantage of me, expose, berate, reject, or worst of all, ignore me. I am struggling with my responsibility to serve you. My head says, mine, speak your truth, go where you gotta go, protect yourself, get your money, and do your thing. But my heart says, bless the people. Honor your call. Love fearlessly. And open yourself to the possibilities of real liberation being co-created among us in this sacred space. And I hear spirit saying, anything you lose will be returned. Anything that is stolen will be replaced. And anything that is sacrificed will be restored. And so I'm giving myself permission to experience transformation in this season of Advent. I am challenging my own cynicism and doubt now. I am acknowledging my struggles and fighting my demons. What you may ask is the reason that I am reflecting on this institution in this way during this season. Why? Well, I'm glad you asked. I was thinking about a chapel service that I went to back in the pre-pandemic era on the campus of the Interdenominational Theological Center where I am continually blessed to serve as a professor. 
My colleague, Dr. Lisa Allen McLaurin, professor of church music, had composed an Advent cantata inspired by the works of the great black theologian, scholar, preacher, author, and educator, Dr. Howard Thurman. And she, along with a multitude of other black voices, presented Christmas is waiting to be born. A cantata is a vocal musical presentation that has several movements. It's like watching an album be produced live with brief spoken word pieces slid in between each song to narrate, narrate what is coming next. Y'all feel me what I'm talking about? So, so one of the songs was called Christmas is a Season of the Heart. The choir sang that song, and you know how a song get in you and you can't get it out of you, and I kept on repeating to myself, Christmas is a season of the heart. Christmas is a season of the heart. The choir sang that song with supernatural inspiration. The musician's accompaniment was extraordinary. I started crying and I looked around and everybody in the room's eyes was filled with tears. We felt that thing, Christmas is a season of the heart. And you gotta understand, on the campus of the seminary, almost everybody there is a cynic. Everybody there feels free to question the spirit. But everybody in that room at that time had become convinced that the idea of Christmas is not something that happens to your bank account. But it's something that happens if you allow your heart to be touched. Lord, the choir director got the holy dancing and pandemonium broke out in the space. Transformation actually occurred. Healing infused our little world for a moment in time. And I came to re-understand the meaning of Christmas. Spirit said to me this morning while I was preparing to come here that there is something that we come into this space for. We come to this space for healing. Either healing of our bodies, healing of our minds, healing of our spirits. But we come here for healing. And, and, and healing came to me this morning that healing comes through reprogramming. We are ill because we have been programmed to think ill of ourselves. We're ill because another group of people are set up to be the example for us and we see that they rotten. We come here to be reprogrammed, to be able to see ourselves as valuable, to be able, because everything that we see outside of this space says that we're no good, we're worthless, we're less than. So what we come here to do is to be reprogrammed in a positive, to a positive understanding of who we are in God. Back to the cantata. So almost immediately, however, a deep sense of shame overwhelmed me because I had to admit that I had allowed the evil of white cultural supremacist narratives of Christmas make me forget the liberative, empowering claims of justice made by sweet black Jesus, the Christ in Christmas. Look, y'all, white folks will steal anything. They have stolen everything, including the Christ in Christmas. I felt ashamed because I had gone along with the game. And I got mad at Christmas and Jesus and everybody for the commercialization of it all. I was ashamed because I had allowed my heart to grow as cold as the season. I needed to experience 
the warming glow of African-American black people's worship to remind me of why I serve. Howard Thurman wrote the following poem about this season. He writes, the time of forgiveness for injuries past, the sacrament of sharing without balancing the deed, the moment of remembrance of graces forgotten, the poem of joy making light the spirit, the sense of renewal restoring the soul the day of thanksgiving for the goodness of God Christmas is the season of the heart now you might find interest in the fact that our text of concentration for this message is actually a poem it is verse written for the coronation of a new king arising over Israel some scholars opine that Hezekiah is the subject. Kings were seen at that time as having messianic qualities, but time has revealed that king power corrupts. Kings can convince themselves that they are God because we participate in elevating them above ourselves. And that, dear sisters and brothers, is idolatry. Whenever you lift any man, woman, or child up above your own image of yourself and the God in you, you are practicing idolatry. And oh, my precious sisters and my powerful brothers, as we engage this text on today, we still find ourselves looking, expecting, waiting on someone to meet our lofty expectations and who can feel the qualifications for service. Somebody shout amen. amen. The text says here in chapter 11 verse 1, a shoot shall come up out of the stump of Jesse, and a branch shall grow out of its roots. If you can imagine a tree that has been cut down to a stump, but a little greenery, is popping up out of it and out of that which pops up a whole nother branch grows out of it do you see the idea is that the tree had been chopped down and the thought was that no more life could come out of the stump so if you can see that in your mind now let me read that again a shoot shall come out of the stump of Jesse and a branch shall grow out of its roots. The idea is that the line of African kings that began with David has been chopped down. The corruption practiced by David and his son Solomon and others that followed them caused the people to suffer because and they became impoverished, enslaved, and exiled from their land. Now the people are looking for new leadership, a new direction, an inspired vision from a man who walks in his authority. Yet with a deep sense of humility under the creator and before the people. Isaiah lays out the qualifications for this king in the poetic verses two through five of this chapter. He said, the spirit of the Lord shall rest on him. The spirit of wisdom and understanding, the spirit of counsel and might, the spirit of knowledge and the fear of the Lord. His delight shall be in the fear of the Lord. He shall not judge by what his eyes see or decide by what his ears hear, but with righteousness he shall judge the poor and decide with equity for the meek of the earth. He shall strike the earth with the rod of his mouth and with the breath of his lips he shall kill the wicked. Righteousness shall be the belt around his waist and faithfulness the belt around his loins. Huh. Now, I don't really do the king thing, 
But if I did, these would be the qualifications that I would look for on a royal resume. I want my king to walk under the anointing of God. I want him to be experienced in the schools and in these streets. I want him to be diplomatic but decisive. I want him to be smooth but not pretentious. I want him to be cunning but not callous or caustic. Erudite but down to earth. Cold-blooded but warm-hearted. I want my king to know God. I want my king to feel the people. And I want my king to bless the poor instead of talk down to them. I want a king who will stand up to the billionaires and the corporations and the colonizers and the gentrifiers, the warmongers and the interlopers and everybody who make money through exploiting the pain and the fragility of black people. I want a king who will elevate the least of these, empower the weak, lift up the broken down and the brokenhearted, sit with the suffering, grieve with the grieving, lay hands on the untouchable and commiserate with the miserable. I want a king who can feel me. I want a king who will keep the police from killing us. A king who will prosecute to the fullest extent the dirty white bastards who kill us. I want a king who will create opportunities for free or affordable education, free or affordable health care, free or affordable housing for everybody. I want a king who will advocate and accomplish the paying of reparations to African descent persons victimized by the sin of enslavement. I want a king who will express love, do justice, and show respect for the beautiful and loving black people of God. That's the kind of king I want. In this season, we must be reminded that the kings of Israel were unable to rescue the people from their problems because they were their problem. Okay, the election over. I done put the sign on the side of the van and took it off. Got paid, took it off. Now I can tell the truth. It's <laughs> a slot over there coughing because we probably going to need some money next time. Yeah. Let me just say, those kings were unable to rescue the people from their problems because they were the people's problem. Do you see? Do you see? Likewise, the kings and presidents, congresspersons and governors, the councilpersons and mayors of this present age can't solve the people's problems because they are the people's problem. What all politicians do I say all, every politician does is work the system. All politicians are working a system that runs off the people's resources, the people's money, the people's sweat, the people's blood, the people's tears, the people's taxes that are funneled through this system that they oversee. They get paid through the system. So you know they ain't going to challenge the system. Politicians get their money from the system. You know they ain't fit to do nothing to mess it up. They'll trick you into thinking that they're going to do something other than business as usual. But the reality is, is that they are the source of the people's problems. Because whenever people at the top decide to siphon off all of the money for themselves and lead the people to crumbs, then you have a recipe for destruction. Y'all ain't got to say nothing back. I know I ain't lying. I know I'm telling the truth. Just because you'll never hear nobody else say this don't mean I, what I'm saying it ain't true. <clears throat> Other folks be benefiting from the system too. I just don't care. I don't care. Either I'm going to get it or I ain't. I ain't got to kiss nobody's hand part to be successful 
to be alive, to be valuable. <laughs> and I ain't got to be scared of no Negro. And no cracker neither. I mean that. I'm a man. I'm a, I'm a black man. And I trust God to take care of me and to take care of us. If I, could, if I had to tell you how many times just this year alone that God has saved this ministry. And God acted through you and you and you and you to buoy us up when we were falling down. Hell, I ain't looking for nobody else to take care of us but us. And if us don't want to take care of us no more, then us don't, don't deserve to exist no more. It, it looks to me like that Isaiah understood the foolishness and the frivolity of his poetic wishes for a real righteous king by presenting the following highly unlikely scenarios. Listen to what the text says. He writes, you just missed the best part. <laughs> the wolf, because them people going to stay down there, they, they know. The wolf shall live with the lamb. Listen. The leopard shall lay down with the kid, which is like a, a baby. Your goat, goat. Mm -hmm. The calf and the lion and the fatling together and a little child shall lead them. A cow and the bear shall graze. Let me, let's eat together. Their young shall lie down together, and the lion shall eat straw like a cow. The nursing child, little baby, shall play over the hole of an shall play over the hole of a snake. And a weaned child, I mean a toddler, shall put his hand in the snake in the snake's hole. They will not hurt or destroy. On all my holy mountain. <clears throat> yeah, you know I got to break it down. Now, now, now you know, and I know that wolves eat lambs, right. leopards eat goats, and lions eat baby cows. Stop playing with me. Why you put this here? Stop. But you messing with my mind because this don't make no sense. I, and I ain't scared to say, you know that don't make no sense. And, 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 and cows and bears don't graze together and, and lions eat meat. They don't eat straw. And you can best believe that if a child or a baby plays around a snake hole, chances are the baby gonna get bit and die. And you know I ain't lying. This is poetry, sisters and brothers. It's not meant to be taken literally. It's poetry. It's metaphor. So, so, so when I listen with my head, my natural academic calculative response is that of questioning cynicism. Oh, but when I take the risk to silence the cynicism in my mind and begin to hear with my heart. I discover the deeper meaning of this text. What Isaiah is really saying is that he wants a king who will bring peace. That's, that's all he's saying. All Isaiah is saying is that I wish things were different than the way that they are. I just wish that people who had power would not take advantage of those who were powerless. I just wish that people who had money would share a little bit of it with those who don't have what they have. I just, I just want peace. I just want folks uh, to, to respect each other, to value each other properly. I, he doesn't expect Lions to start eating straw. 
But what he does expect is for people who emerge out of the same culture and the same consciousness to treat each other with a sense of love and respect. That's all. That's what Isaiah wants. And, you know, you've been wrestling all year long. <clears throat> and so as the year comes to a close, it's time for some peace. You've been, you've been struggling and, and fighting within yourself for long enough. Yeah, and you've been fighting the disease that's attempting to invade your body for long enough. It's time for you to enjoy a little peace. Mm, you've been struggling and fighting long enough and now it's time for you to step back and enjoy a little peace in your family as this year comes to a close. Why you've been going through long enough yeah you've been sick far too long it's time for some peace to overtake your life you've been doubting yourself and doubting the possibilities for progress in your world and you in the midst of this pandemic may have even forgotten that you are a believer yeah but I'm closing here y'all but I wanted to hold and to have you to hold on to the belief that your change can come in this season of peace but you don't have to look to King David to bring your peace your peace won't come through King Solomon or King Hezekiah your peace won't come through Amenhotep Izana Aksum or Mansa Musa the king of kings and you sure won't experience peace through the study of King Henry or King Louis or any of them other kings but when you take the time to study and reflect on the coming of King Emmanuel into your world then you'll be able to see the possibilities of a new dawn breaking forth into your existence. I don't want to hold you long. I just want you to know that the Lord is moving in this season and that Christmas is a season of the heart. Everything that you think about, everything that you ruminate on, all of the problems, they won't go anywhere, but you can find peace 
place if you go to that secret space down in your heart you'll come to realize that this is the season for repair of your injuries this is the season for restoration of your broken soul this is the season to fix up relationships that been broken through the year this is the time this is the season when the Lord breaks in and disturbs the world but brings us a sense of peace is there anybody here who glad that we serve a God who would wrap himself in human flesh take a nine month journey get off in Bethlehem of Judea be in Judea in Bethlehem introduced into the world through a stable wrapped in swaddling clothes laid in a manger wasn't he there didn't they do it ain't the Lord alright I'm glad that he made the nine month journey got off where he did I'm glad that he walked around doing good blessing the people giving us an understanding of how we ought to act when we encounter one another I'm glad that he fought against the powers that be to show us how to stand up for ourselves I'm glad that he gathered people together that he broke bread with them that he taught them out of the wisdom that his father had shared with him I'm glad that his hair looked like lamb's wool I'm glad that his skin looked like grass that had been burned I'm glad that he our African Messiah is there anybody here who glad today that Jesus Christ is born if you're glad and you're able in this season I invite you to stand to your feet put your hands together throw your head back and tell the Lord thank you for coming into my heart thank you I know you in my head but thank you for coming in my heart ain't God alright somebody shout yes say yeah shout yeah oh, yeah yeah, yeah. Ah, yeah, yeah. 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 Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm glad. I don't know about you, but I, 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 I'm glad about it. Sucks. I'm glad that he lives in my heart. He lives. Christ Jesus lives in my heart. I don't walk like a coward. I walk with confidence because I got Jesus in my heart. Sweet black Jesus, my African Messiah got me sealed from toe to head and from head to toe. He filled my heart and I'm not the same. Is there anybody here know what I'm talking about? You ought to throw your head back and shout, yeah!
trying to do I, I'm really attempting to give you permission to holler because if you was to walk just a half a block down the street and realize that your body is filled with tension and stress and if you just threw your head back and say ah they gonna call the ambulance on you. But in this sacred space, there is an opportunity for you to get that healing that comes as a result of the reprogramming that you receive in the space. So I want to give you one more chance. If you don't mind, why don't you throw your head back and just tell the Lord, thank you. Oh, thank you. Oh, thank you. Thank you. I told her. I told the Lord, I think I told y'all this last week, but I'm going to say it again. I know God is in our midst. Because the numbers don't add up. The numbers are not making a sense. The numbers always say it ain't enough. But God already placed more than enough right at our fingertips. And we access it with our praise, with our willingness to believe. And so I offer Christ to you now. Yeah. And all I'm saying is, I'm offering you the opportunity to consciously make space in your heart to receive a spirit of expectation, a spirit of joy, a spirit of love, a spirit of peace. Because it's about what you choose. So often, we choose to be offended. We choose offense over joy. We choose offense over peace. We choose to be angry when we can have reconciliation. I just want to offer you the opportunity without no shame, without no gain, just to know that you're a part of the family. So we offer Christ to you. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, Lord, yeah. We offer. We offer Christ to you. Oh.
thank God for those who have come and we bless God if there are those who are joining us via this Facebook live presentation or on the flow or on the YouTube wherever you might be checking us out if you want to be a part of this experience just know you already are uh, just keep kicking it with us and bless us and you'll be blessed and we'll bless you. For those who have not had the opportunity to share, you can go to Cash App and do it dollar sign, the beloved community, dollar sign, T-H-E-B-E-L-O-V-E-D-C-O-M-M-U-N-I-T-Y. Why, y'all? Because we love Because we love you, man. Stop playing. Boy. That felt all right, man. I'm going to tell you, man, y'all need to start hollering like me, man, because if you holler back, well, I'm telling you, you'll feel better. Amen. You'll Amen. leave out here saying, boy, then we have church. Amen. <laughs> and we will have had church. If you holler, if you holler, holler. I know that's what they tell They don't want us to holler. That's why we're supposed to do it. <laughs> yes, sir. They don't like us dancing. That's why we're supposed to do it. They don't like us playing the drums. That's why we're supposed to do it. Whatever they don't like, that's what we're supposed to do. <laughs> Y'all don't understand that? Y'all ain't figured that one out? <laughs> yeah. Okay, this was fun. I'm glad. This is, this is uh, next week, we're going to do church. We're going to do our whole service uh, via the Facebook Live. Uh, we're gonna have a virtual service next week. We're gonna be together because you know, like I travel with my choir, so uh, the choir gonna be with me, and 
we gonna make some we gonna make some music and we gonna preach a short message. So I want everybody to join us at eleven o'clock on the news. We'll be there at eleven o'clock uh, next Sunday. We'll meet on Trap Pastor Slaughter on my page. And uh, and then what I'm gonna invite y'all to do is just to share it every place where you can share it. You know what I mean? And uh, so you can be in your home, enjoying your family, and y'all can worship together. And then maybe New Year's Sunday, we can all come together and worship together and bring in a new year of our church family together. Is that all right with everybody? Okay. The 21st, however, the 21st this Wednesday, we sharing, man, and I still need people to send me some money for some bicycles. You know, what I like folks to do is just go to the Walmart or the Target or, or, or you know, go online, buy the bike, and tell them it's for the beloved community or tell them F. Keith Slaughter, and I'll go pick it up. I don't want to touch your money. I just want the bike. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? So send it to dollar sign the beloved community and make a notation like many have done for bikes. And then we'll buy a bike, you know. Uh, and then Or I'll go, you send it to the Walmart and send me a text and say, it's a bike waiting at the Walmart. A lot of people did it last year. At the Walmart on MLK, the Walmart on Thornton Road, the Walmart, uh, I don't know, one, it's one around here somewhere. On Cleveland, Walmart on Cleveland. Wherever you, it's a Walmart. You can send a bike there for me and I'll go pick it up, okay? Just send me a text to let me know or send me a DM to, at Trap, Trap Pastor Slaughter and I'll go pick it up, all right? I don't mind working <laughs> for the loud. Okay, all right, that's it. Um, we, right now, 30-pound boxes of food are being shared at our 1117 Smith Street location. Uh, go down to the Little Zion Annex of the Beloved Community Church and pick it up. Now, let me say this. On the 21st, don't you mess with that, Jay. Move back. I see it in your, in your heart. <laughs> I see it in your heart. He, he want to mess with something. Go sit down. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Go ahead on. Okay, because I know you. All right. This little rascal, here's something else, y'all. He, he, he been done turned my camera over. Uh, uh Members of the beloved, we need your help. I'm going to say this and I'm going to say this in public. Hey, Joy. Members of the beloved, we need your help. We need you to come down to the Little Zion Annex and help out. Thursday is our big day. Uh, Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, we feeding folks from 11 to 12 to 2. And them three ladies that's doing all this work, it's just wearing them the hell out. And there's other people. We feed this whole community. We feed the community. And we need help or we gonna wear the few people we got out. And we won't be able to do the ministry no more. Mm. Right? And, and the people of this community, they benefit from these meals. We started this when COVID started. But in case you haven't heard, they saying COVID coming back. Like it ain't never written nowhere. So we're going to have to continue to feed the people, do you see? So I need y'all to really think about carving some time out, one or two days out of your week, or one or two hours out of a week, and come up here and help the sisters uh, go through them groceries, unpack that stuff, throw out that stuff that needs to be thrown out. Sit with the people who come and sit in the day shelter, because we need people to... You know, the, the, you, we don't want nobody walking out of there with our computers, so we, you know, we got to have somebody there as a, as a monitor, and we need folks to do that. So y'all think about serving your church. Think about serving your people through, through your church. Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, it's always something to do at the food pantry. It, it ain't never a day they don't need no help. But particularly on Monday, Wednesdays, and Fridays, they need folks to pass out the lunches, and and to, and we need men around for, for for male presence. I'm always on the campus. I'm always here every day. Uh, I was I wasn't here one day this week because I had to get my grades in for school. But other than that, man, I'm around here, man. Or you can catch me at your local Goodwill. But at any rate, I'm, I'm around. I'm, I'm within shouting distance. But we need other men to be present. So uh, I see you, T. And uh, I know Scott come through sometime. And, uh, you know, 
I, I need more of y'all. I need more of y'all, Greg. I need more of y'all, Black. I need more of y'all to come through and help. All right. It's our duty to fight for our freedom. It's our duty to win. We must love and support each other. We have nothing to lose but our chains. I'll see y'all next, not next Sunday, but Sunday after next. Thank you, Leon, for a great year. Thank you. I thank God for sending you back to us. Uh, yeah, yeah. Todd, it's a blessing, man. You know, people don't know, man, sometimes you cut back your numbers and you get a better product. You know what I'm saying? We used to have five or six people up here, you know, and uh, we got a better product now because people bring their heart and their soul to what we're doing. And so I want to invite you to bring your gifts, your talents, your treasures, and lay it on the altar. Yeah, and we'll be able to take care of what we got to take care of. Thank you, Mariah. Thank you, Molly. Love y'all. Love y'all mama, wherever she down. And to the women down at the food pantry feeding the people right now, much love. To each one of you, to Craig that, that broadcast for us. To my baby boy back in the sound booth who make me sound good. Yeah, you got me sounding beautiful, you know what I'm saying? To Reverend Knight, my minister who hold me down. Been holding me down since holding down was being held down. To the deacons of the beloved community church, I love y'all. And to each and every one of you, my ushers and everybody. Glad my daughter here. AJ, welcome. You was already down. No, you didn't even have to, you didn't have to do that, but I'm glad you did. Because <laughs> it gives instruction to show everybody else. This is all you got to do. Just, I'm down. All right? It's our duty to fight for our freedom. It's our duty to win. We must love and respect each other. We have nothing to lose but our change. It's our duty to fight for our freedom. It's our duty to win, yeah. It's our duty to win. We got to love and support each other, yeah. Support each other. We got nothing to lose, yeah, yeah. Support each other, yeah, yeah. Each other got nothing to lose, nothing to lose but our chains. Nothing to lose, nothing to lose but our chains. Nothing to lose, nothing to lose but our chains. Nothing to lose, y'all, y'all. We got nothing to lose. Lord God, we thank you for this day, for everything that we've experienced in this room. I pray your blessings on every heart in this space. And I pray that you will remind us that Christmas is the season of the heart. Lord, we come against all evil that might come against us. We stand up against all bullies who bully us and we depend on your strength and power to give us the confidence that we will get the victory. And we ask it all in the name of your darling son, our savior, sweet black Jesus, our African Messiah, our Lord and savior, our redeemer, our deliverer, our healer, and our soon coming king. And it's for his sake that we pray. Amen. 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 Ashe. 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 Now put your hand high up in the sky and pull down a handful of power and shout Harambe! 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 That means let's all pull together. And if we pull together, we can do all things through sweet black Jesus who gives us strength. Go in peace and the peace of the Lord be with you. I love you and God love you too. Namaste. Yeah, we got nothing to do. Yeah.
Gun. to lose, yeah.